Steve and Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from the Valley of the Sun. Today. <laughs> for a few more minutes. <laughs> today, Jill and I talk about why land investment is so misunderstood among real estate professionals, seasoned real estate it. professionals. I think it's the greatest thing ever. When I talk to people and they're like, maybe they're commercial brokers, fill in the blank. And I talk about what I do and their eyes gloss over and they're like, yeah, that can't possibly work. I'm like, okay, see ya. I can tell. And, uh, it, Not I, my competition. Awesome. I've been in real estate my entire life. I started in commercial real estate. I can tell yeah. you very clearly why this is, but we'll do it in a second here. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free, and I hope you know by now. Oh, I'm so excited. That Jill and I instruct a handful of new and existing Land Academy members in a live class called Career Path. If buying and selling land is your career or you want it to be, check it out, landacademy.com forward slash career path. We are filling up right now. Career Path 5 starts October 13th. Just a reminder. And if you are thinking about this, do definitely send a note to our team. Did you say the email address? Support uh, at landacademy.com. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. And, and this is filling up faster than any of the career paths that yeah. we've done. And it's really, Words get now. Yeah, that's what it is. You know what it is? It's Words get now. And it, and if there's anybody in our in our land space that does it, what we do, they charge fifty, eighty, a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> if they even do it, and we charge like oh, we undercharge. I'm just gonna say that things are gonna change at the end of this year, but we'll get yeah. to that. That's a whole nother thing. That's absolutely right. <laughs> so. Peter wrote, for those of you who have experience with six-digit deals, here's a newbie question. Here, one second before you read this. I went into, before producing, pre-producing all these shows today, the five that we record today, into Discord to look for questions, as I always do. Of course. And because there's a lot of new people, there's a lot of new questions, so a lot of new, that. fresh, new content. So if you joined last week during uh, Jill's promo, Yay. the time this airs, welcome. Yay. We're happy you're here. Uh, it's, it's great to see new people's uh, perspective and, you know, Usually people join because they've been listening to our podcast for a while. And so you have these pent up questions and yeah. I love to see it all just coming out, you know, in our, in our, uh, brain dump. In our environments. Yeah. Call it like a brain dump. <laughs> so anyway. Good. Okay. So Peter wrote newbie question. My understanding with these bigger deals is you're not necessarily trying to double your money. Oh, hold on, Peter. <laughs> Oh, wait. <laughs> I heard Stephen and Jill mention that at some point they would be happy to buy something at 100000 They could sell for one fifty. So let's say we're talking about a property with a market value of $300,000. What would be a solid acquisition price? $200,000? To the percentage you would be willing to acquire the property for change if you wish to get deal funding. Maybe prefer greater margins if you're working with someone else's money. I have a few leads from prospects or from properties that are in an area on the edge of my mailer that are in a hot market and worth a lot more than my pricing was targeted. I'm hoping to get a better sense of what I should be trying to acquire them for. Thanks for your thoughts. You know what, we're talking land so it doesn't change. And I'm sure you read the same thing I read about um, the guy in our group that just had a serious conversation with the home builder and what he's trying to do as far as infill lots. Did you read that? Well, that's in here no. later this week. Oh, that's okay. a question. Sorry, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All the signs point to just get it cheaper. You know, I'm, so here's, that's 
I, I use that. I'll with, directly answer the question when Jill's done. Thank you. <laughs> Jill's, Hold on, Mom. I'm not got done. Some philosophy I'm not here. done yet. Exactly. So land philosophy by Jill. The with land thing, I still want to double my money and get out with meat on the bone for my buyer. That is still my goal. Uh, number one. Number two, and I use the term, well, if it all went sideways, what if I did something really, really wrong and I bought it for 100 thinking it's worth 300 and I sell it for 150 is it going to break my heart? No. So that's, that's where I try to use those numbers. But then, and then to answer the other question, Peter, yeah, when you, if you buy something for 100 and we think we're selling it for 300 right? And then we only sell it for 150 Am I going to be a little not happy? Yeah, because think about it. We have, now we have, because at those numbers, we got broker commissions and all that stuff. And you and I thought we were going to split $150,000 and now we're splitting $32,000. That's not, it's not as great. So I want more meat. Yeah, so it all comes down to exactly what Jill said in the, in the beginning. Buying super cheap for its current value. Because stuff goes wrong. So if you do, I disagree a little bit with Jill. Buy for 100, sell for 150. Wow, we got out of that okay. But we thought it was worth 400, but you know, we missed something. So, but everybody, all of us have sat down and or watched, consume content on the internet. Let's say it's just YouTube. Watch a couple of shows on YouTube and you sit there and think, well, that's not that hard. I should do that. So you don't sit down and try to get members on YouTube. What you do is do. Provide amazing, unique content and the members and maybe some, um, some mild level of marketing so you can gain members that have a legitimate interest in uh, what you're providing and the content that you're providing. And if it works, you've got tons and tons of members that are have legitimate interest in what you're doing. And then you decide how you're going to monetize it. It might be getting a sponsor. It might be where, having where a membership we, group. Because oh. when you send a, mem- a mailer out, here's here's the, the tie-in. I'm a little confused. When you send a mailer out, you shouldn't be concerned with all of this other stuff. Can I get money for it? Am I, can I sell it for 150, 300? You need to look at all that stuff and follow the Land Academy program. But in the end, if you buy a great piece of real estate that's really undervalued, you're gonna smash it out of the park. Okay. You gotta really concentrate on that one thing. And so in the YouTube example, it's providing great unique content. In our world, it is, it's making sure you buy uh, property that's really undervalued. It really comes down to one thing. I feel like that was a staff meeting for one. <laughs> well, I well, you, know you what? lost me. If you understood what I said, well, awesome. yeah, but good for you. If you don't, call, uh, call Jill. Here's yeah. her cell number. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Didn't you went somewhere else? You kind of tied in a conversation we had earlier today. There is nothing wrong. Point. Nothing wrong. No, I know. With that's buying true. a piece of property for a hundred thousand bucks and selling it for one fifty. This is a huge topic. Everybody had something to say sure. in Discord about this. Is it my favorite thing to do though? No, I really don't want it. If it's really, if I'm going to sell it for one fifty, I want to buy it for seventy. Well, let's say you find, uh, you know, five great deals at a hundred thousand bucks. You get them all funded, deal funding, or, or other people in the group. So right. you've got uh, five hundred thousand dollars of. Uh, well, this is a real life situation. Mm-hmm. So now you've got $500,000 placed. One deal make does exactly what it's supposed to do. You, mm-hmm. you generate 300. One deal you do and fantastic on it. Buy for 100, uh, sell for 500. And the rest of them, yeah, buy for 100, sell for 25. Buy for 100, 175. And on and on and on. So the whole point is get a bunch of deals that are great. Get them placed. And uh, and then let it, let it see what happens. 
We're going to agree to disagree today. When you're new, you want to plan everything out because you're smart. You join Land Academy. Right. Today's topic, why land investment is misunderstood. This is the meat of the show. Here's the old school concept of real estate that I was uh, exposed to when I got involved in commercial real estate in the very early 90s. Buy a piece of property, usually off of the MLS, really in the end with commercial real estate is because some broker called you and said, hey, 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 I got this. It's not listed. Mm -hmm. It's a great deal. I know this guy. He's retiring. He's got this apartment building over here. He hasn't raised the rents for a lot of years. It's undervalued. I can get it for you for a million five. Want to buy it? Want to buy it? Want to buy it? Want to buy it? Until you buy it. And then the concept is you take that theoretically undervalued property at a million five, maybe kick everybody out, maybe uh, put new uh, appliances in or basically clean up all the units, re-rent it out for more, and then sell it. And so that's an incredible way to leverage money and property and it's an old school way and there's a lot of overweight old men sitting around smoking a cigar and sipping a scotch somewhere discussing all the ways that oh these young kids don't understand how to because i used to do this and so what's different about that and there's nothing wrong with that but that's the traditional old way so that when you say to them well yeah but i just bought this hundred acre pieces of property for uh, one hundred eighty thousand dollars and sold it for 400 and they scoff at that because there's no leverage in it. They have all kinds of questions like, well, how did you know that was going to happen? Because they don't understand data. Mm. So that's the difference. That's the whole, the, the disconnect between old school cap rate buyers is that we are so buying property under its value that they don't they're not familiar with that they think that their innate reaction their first reaction is something wrong mm-hmm. why is a property flawed when in reality we all know the, we, bought it, we right? bought it because somebody didn't want it anymore mm-hmm. maybe they never wanted it you know it's funny it almost sounds like you know how you know how men <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are <laughs> I'm talking to you <laughs> I'm going to talk to women in a second. Okay. And this is going to be the, this show's going to get canceled on iTunes. <laughs> but, but you, you know what this sounds like? It sounds like, you know, when your wife says, but I just have a feeling. <laughs> your wife, girlfriend, fill in the blank, right? We all just say, but I just, this just doesn't feel right to me. I, or on the right, on the other side, like, we got to do this. I just have a feeling it's going to work out. And you shake your head going, well, I don't get it. But I do know that the last 10 times you came to me with this, <laughs> we were, we're batting 10 for 10. So I don't get it, but okay. That, no woman's ever said that. I said that to you. Well, except you. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> I do that. You actually have said that to me. I have said that to you. All right, go ahead. So Now I like this. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so my point here is it's like you're, this is almost like that. It's like a man version of telling somebody else. You, as a, you're, it's a man version of telling an older or uh, it, uh, someone in a different world, like you just described, the cap rate guy, 
trust me, I have a feeling. But you, but we do kind of know. You do. It's a little bit of a feeling, and it's a little bit of. Well, look at every other property in the last 12 months that was priced this way between, you know, 15 and 20 acres has flown off the shelf. Pretty sure this one, this other one here, which is better than these six I just looked at and priced cheaper than those, it's going to happen to you. That's really what we're saying. When I don't have empirical data, like I know the rents are going to go to this, I know the rents are going to be that and fill in the blank. Let's really quickly look at the anatomy of those two deals. You got the old fat guy, cigar guy deal, where he buys that uh, property for a million five. He's got to get a contractor. He's got a, there's all kinds of stuff that happens before his exit. He has to improve the property, all kinds of get permits. All, and maybe in Pick 1978, you know, in 1978, that was maybe easier. I doubt it. I, had, I would argue it's probably harder because I agree because there's no data. Harder. Yeah. So. You've got, and then your exit happens a year and a half, two years later. We just bought a piece of property with a partner that we bought. And I think we bought it and closed it in four or five days and resold it in a week. That's my exit. So there's all kinds of arguments that these guys, will, while they're taking a hit on that cigar, will, will make on, on why. Yeah, but you can't leverage your way up. You pay taxes. I don't. I 1031 exchange this. You know, that's there's and they can have them. The fact is, I don't know. Geez, we do now these days, 50 to 80 deals a year. Uh, many of our members do more than that and, and do very, very well financially with no stress. I wonder how many we really are doing. I think it's more than that. Sure feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know who you are. Yeah. If I'm doing. She means uh, deal funding. Yeah, yeah. Are the source of our our deal stress. Not. Oh, the, we'll talk about the deals that on that Friday. We, the deals that we do. It's, it's happy. Exactly. Did you cover what you want to cover? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on The Land Academy Show. Tomorrow, the episode on The Land Academy Show is called How Many Blind Offers You Send is Directly Tied to Your Success. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. This is one of those things where do we really need to talk about it? Well, you know, back to the today. I would like to hear your women. What was your going to be your woman? Oh, I don't know. Okay. You know, there's so there's... There's regular women who are very leery of any risk and just don't want to rock the boat and want to just kind of sail through life, which is like 98% of women. Knowing that they get a 5% raise every year. Yeah. I understand. And then there's Jill. <laughs> and so find yourself a Jill. That's my recommendation. <laughs> thank you very much. And thank you for tuning in. By the way, I know it's been, been here for a few months, but just want to make sure that you know we revamped everything this year, and we called it Land Academy 3.0. Those of you that just joined this week, I hope you are happily watching that, and that's where you want to start. If you talk to me on the phone, we talked about that. Start with Land Academy 3.0 for 2022. It's everything that we're doing right now today. And then when you come up for air from that, you can go back and watch all the other programs that you have. So is it five hours? For some reason, I thought it was more hours. Okay. So five hours, again, feels like more. The first one was like 18 hours. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's why it's five's better. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for the, for the con consumer, not for us. Exactly. You know? <laughs>
Exactly. Yeah, that's one of the changes that we made in the 3.0. Yeah. We don't make it so painful. get to the point. Jeez, can you two please just get to the point and show us how to buy a cheap man? Exactly. I just, it was funny. I got a message from somebody today that, that just joined yesterday and they're already on module seven. And I'm like, hold on a moment. Sheesh, I know what you've been doing last they night They stayed and today. up all night though. I know. I'm like, good for you. So I really, I, uh, I appreciate that, Sid. Anyway. <laughs> Set their name really. Yeah. So, really cool. We, we are Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.